T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. terms of accessing information, it's never been easier. But it also makes it super easy to be misinformed in that way. If we hope to survive in this digital age, we have to think critically about the messages we consume. Someone created those messages for a reason. Let's find out why. Sometimes we just have to ask, what the media? I'm Megan Lynch, virtual consumer editor at KMOX Radio. In this episode, there's more information than ever, but it's harder to know which information to trust. Vote Smart was launched in the late 80s by a group of political leaders from across the spectrum. Their goal? To provide free, factual, and nonpartisan information on candidates. I spoke with the organization's president, Kyle Dell. Presidents Carter and Ford. Barry Goldwater, George McGovern, Newt Gingrich, Geraldine Ferraro, a whole bunch of political leaders back in the day really were the kind of, you know, cardinal figures to get us going. And our inaugural president, Richard Kimball, was a political candidate uh, in 1988 against John McCain when John McCain ran for the Senate for the first time in Arizona. And Richard was really the connective tissue and the person at the center of it. Uh, he, of course, lost to McCain, and VoteSmart as an organization was really his life's calling after that. The fact that this was created so many decades ago, I think, would lead a lot of us to think Maybe there has always been a problem of getting accurate information about uh, lawmakers and the candidates that we might be voting for. So maybe put that in perspective for us. We're in a time where we hear a lot about misinformation and disinformation. Has this always been an issue in political campaigns? Since probably there, there was politics, there, there has been disinformation or misinformation. But you're right to, to point out the, the late 80s, early 90s uh, feels like a long, long time ago, right? I, this is uh, pre-internet here. But where I, I think the impetus in the late 80s, early 90s was getting people access to information, that has changed over the 30 years now to getting them access to good information. So much of, I think, what's confusing today, uh, what's you know just really depressing today is that there's more information than ever, but 
it's harder to know which information to trust. So the space that VoteSmart occupies, the service that we try to provide is to give people that trusted source so that when they hear something about a candidate or they read something on Twitter or on social media, they can come to VoteSmart and they can understand, okay, did this person really say this or did they really vote that way? And to try and dig a little bit deeper and make sure that they're not being misled. A lot of people are understandably skeptical about information for the very reasons that that you just laid out. So tell us about the work that you do to try to make sure that your information is factual and unbiased. Sure, that kind of unbiased, nonpartisan approach is really woven right into our DNA and has been for 30 years now. With our founding board, our executive committee, people join that in pairs in just that way so that over time we don't end up with a whole bunch of Republicans or a whole bunch of Democrats. We're bringing people from across the political spectrum to lead our organization. We also ask that anybody who is working for us really has to take a pledge of kind of nonpartisan kind of approach to any kind of work that they're doing. If they're doing our payroll or they're doing, you know, um, our communications or our research, that we really ask them to constantly be thinking about that. In our office, we have a huge sign that says, check your politics at the door. It's something that is not for everybody you can imagine in this way, right? Politics are, is, is one of those topics for a lot of people, and it's understandable, that you can get very passionate about. We all have our own political ideas and, and our own political preferences, but VoteSmart really exists on the understanding that whatever those uh, preferences are, whatever it is that we're passionate about, we should have this kind of common belief in a shared sense of what is factual and what every American is entitled to know, to have access to, regardless if we're a Republican, we're a Democrat, we live in a big city, we live in a small town, we're rich or poor, we should, we should have some basic factual information like that. The other pieces of VoteSmart that help to keep us as a trusted source is that we're a nonprofit organization. We went through a time in the mid 90s where a bunch of companies came about again because of the internet and thought that they could you know, monetize the kind of facts and the information that we provide. Of course, they went the way of the dinosaurs along with all the other dot-com you know, bubbles that burst like that. The other pieces that allow us to really earn that kind of trust that you're talking about is that we don't take any money from political parties. We don't take any money um, in terms of contributions from corporations. And we don't take any kind of support from governments either. And so the entire project is really something that has been funded over 30 years really through the kind of donations of about 14,000 members of VoteSmart around the country. And these are just average citizens. Most of them are contributing a few hundred dollars when they find out about us, use our service, and you know, start to understand, wow, this is, this is really important if we're going to have 
a rich democracy. Let's talk about some of the trends you've seen in the way voters are seeking information, maybe in the mm -hmm. last two or three major election cycles. It's really interesting, of course, because this idea of disinformation, right, of misinformation has really been something that I think people, again, all across the political spectrum have been debating. And a lot of this we see, we know, comes out of social media. And while I think we can all agree, it's really empowering to think about connecting with causes, with candidates, and on issues that we really care about. When it comes to social media as a platform, it's, it's been pretty obvious the last few years that one of the things to be concerned about is suddenly, you know, there's this flattening of information in ways that it really becomes difficult to know what information you should trust and also where that information is coming from. So while I think going back again to 30 years ago when VoteSmart started, there were real barriers to access information. Today, I think that the barriers that people have in terms of accessing information, it's never been easier, but it also makes it super easy to be misinformed in that way. So I think as we're looking at how people are seeking information and that kind of skepticism that they're bringing, it's as easy as picking up the phone out of your pocket and Googling doing an organic search into, you know, whether candidate A is right and making this claim about candidate B, but you're immediately confronted as soon as those Google results come up with, gee, which link do I click on and who should I trust? And how long is this going to take me down a rabbit hole? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I think that, you know, this has been one of our challenges through the years is as we've kind of built up our database, so this year, just as an example, we're covering tens of thousands of candidates all the way down to the state legislative level. And what we really want, you know, strive to do over 30 years, we've gotten really good at, you know, getting accurate, factual information online for people to use. The real challenge has been to make it easy to use, again, like you're saying, if I'm doing this as I'm waiting for a train or I'm on my lunch hour and I'm just Googling something really quickly, we have to make it really approachable in terms of the language and making it understandable for people to use as well. So you do have a number of tools. And one of the reasons why I called you was because I got the voter self-defense manual in the mail and started looking yeah. through it and looking through the wealth of information that was in what is a pretty compact publication. So tell me about some of the tools that you do offer to voters. Sure, sure. So the Voter Self-Defense Manual is kind of a, um, a throwback. It's kind of a legacy product. And um, it is a 100-page brochure, a little booklet. It's about in the size of about a half, uh, you know, eight and a half by 11 uh, sheet of paper like that. And it contains voting records, campaign finance information, special interest group ratings, contact information on all the members of Congress over the last two years like that. And it helps people to understand just some very basic information in a print form for all 50 states for the entire members of Congress like that. 
every uh, election cycle, we think about, gee, you know, is this something that we should still take the time to put together? Because it's a print version of a living database, of course, that people can access on their phones. And what we hear from members around the country every year is, oh my gosh, don't get rid of the manual. We love it. We look forward to getting it. We have people that, you know, will show us here are all 20 one different you know manuals that we've kept since 1992 each year we end up printing you know this kind of snapshot of our database shifting over to our different tools that are online of course people can have full access to our database at votesmart.org and there there are two great tools that make it easy to do very quick and meaningful comparisons on the candidates that you want the first is a brand new tool this year called Side by Side. You can simply add in two candidates that you want to compare on the issues or on interest group ratings or on campaign finance, on their voting records, whatever it happens to be, and understand which candidate may be the best fit for you like that. The other tool that will be debuting here in, in an updated form just in a few weeks is something called Vote Easy. And that's a fun kind of um, gamified version of our database that involves finding a good match between different candidates based on your zip code. The game basically quizzes you on different issues and then the different candidates' campaign signs move closer to you or farther away from you on the screen as we try and find the best fit on a given race like that. I think what is so fascinating is not only do you do, for example, the votes, but you also include the funding and the speeches. That's yeah. where I find as a reporter so much valuable information comes from is, is the speeches and being able to go back and reference those. Yeah, the, the speeches archive is, is one of those things. And the interest group ratings is, a, is another one um, that we hear all of the time because this will go back again 30 years. And so you'll have you know, reporters in particular like yourself that will come to us and say, somebody told us that in 1994, somebody said something about something, right? Or they got an endorsement by this group. And it's 25 years ago, and we have that database going back that far. And so people can understand some context because, of course, you end up seeing this in ads, right, where some quote from a speech or some endorsement could be 20 years ago ends up getting added to a campaign ad like that. You've got to double check it to make sure it's true. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time. And again, what's the best way for uh, voters to access your information? Thank you so much, Megan. Yeah, anybody free of charge every day of the week, 24 hours a day, can go to votesmart.org, and our full database is on there. All you have to do is type in a candidate's name or your zip code, and you'll get information to the millions of facts that we have there available for every American. That's Kyle Dell, president of VoteSmart. What the Media is produced by Odyssey St. Louis from the studios of KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch. Special thanks to contributor, media literacy author Julie Smith. Our executive producer is Beth Coglin. We invite you to visit KMOX.com for more on our media literacy project.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 